I love Magic, dog. Magic is a legend, bro. He did. He was not right for this job, bro. I get it. I get hiring him. I understand it. I get the appeal. You know what I'm saying? I get the appeal of signing Magic Johnson. I 100% understand it. Like, he's an absolute Laker legend. He's going to pull. But, dog, he wasn't right for the job. And I've been saying it. But that's this crazy. Bastard, bro. He really conned LeBron into coming here and he gonna step down after one season. This is insane. Hey, dog. <laughs> oh my god. So everybody bro. listening, we are coming into RSPN episode oh, 29, yeah, yeah, literally yeah. red hot. <laughs> literally red hot. We are going to start this. You're gonna hear this start at zero zero like the baby. We just got brand new news uh from Shams. Unfortunately, we do not like plugging Shams on here. But I shout retweeted, out. I did I retreated. Sheffner, just off the strength. Adam Sheffner. <laughs> Wait, Adam Sheffner <laughs> reported this? Yeah, 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 everybody reporting this. Oh, you know, Sheffner be bored with football. Dog, dog. So, yeah, uh, Sam and Adam Sheffner has reported, um, at the time that we have just started recording, Magic Johnson has stepped down from president of basketball operations of the Los Angeles Lakers. So we are going to have plenty of thoughts into that in one second. But to begin the introduction to the episode of episode 29, uh, welcome back, everybody, for another wonderful week in the world of the Alpha Sports. I am Mark, and he is Jeff, and we are here hey. for you for the end of the NBA regular season. Playoffs. Hey, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Cam, Cam's video still on. Okay, Cam's good. Cam's good. Okay, cool. He, cool, yeah, cool. He, he, he can, um, he could, he, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. I wasn't Cam's sure. Good. I remember last time you was talking about the download thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The video, the video was on. It might take a little bit, it might take a little bit longer. Oh, okay, regular, cool, cool. But, yeah, uh, no, that's but, cool. I'll make sure be you know. All right, let's buy, let's buy. We can, we can all, we can all cam up low key if we want to. I don't really care. It doesn't matter to me. I just, you know, I, yeah. All right, fuck it. We all cam it up. Let's see what happens when we do this. All right. Um, Playoffs are this weekend, and we are going to have a lot to talk about with the finale uh, of certain players, certain teams, more than likely certain coaches, uh, but we will get to that after we introduce our guest for this week. Uh, you have heard him on RSPN before, a very good episode when we discussed Jason Tatum at the beginning of the season, and you have read all of his articles within all of his bylines. He just did a very good one that I enjoyed a lot on the anniversary, the five-year anniversary of uh, the Mastermind album from Rick Ross. And he's here with us to discuss a lot of the March Madness championship and what we expect to see with the remainders of the NBA season. RNC Zone, Cameron Hay, on with us. Cam, what's up? What's up? What's up? I'm happy to be back. We have a whole lot to discuss. How have you been uh, since the last time that we talked? Uh, I've, I've been doing good. You know, he's just out in Vegas this past weekend and everything for uh, j Fa's birthday. You know, so <laughs> that, that was an experience. <laughs> so, he's out there. Sure so, was. yeah, everything's been straight on my end. How y'all been? Doing good, man. Yeah, man. Shit. I got, you know, I got no complaints, man. I got no complaints. We're going to give j Five some air horns for his birthday. You've heard the Vegas story. <laughs> I don't know if the Vegas story. <laughs> Yeah, Five forty-eight Kelly. today, man. Yeah, he's getting very close to his AARP. So shout out J Five. Old ass nigga, <laughs> nigga about to get his pension. Nigga. I don't know. If, I don't know if the I don't know if the Vegas story is able to get told online. Um, 
Or, or actually, actually, you know what? Maybe you could. Maybe you could. What did That's you guys? Uh, what did you guys enjoy out there? Oh man! Uh, shout out to uh, so Eric, Eric, and uh, and Pat. Keep it, keep it, keep it, keep it PG, my guy. Keep it. Oh, yeah, this is a family. This is a family oriented audience. My, might I add? All right, let, let, let me see. I'm gonna condense it for you. Basically, we went out on Saturday. I got harassed by a cougar. J Five saved me, bro. And uh, Eric thought it would be a good idea to go to the strip club, and so <laughs> we went to the strip club, bro. But it was a very urban, very ethnic strip club we went to, man. You, you could you could let your mind <laughs> think about <laughs> hashtag ethnic, ethnic hashtag very urban, very urban, very ethnic, bro. You know, so uh, it was an adventure, and. Shout out to Pat. He held his own in the strip club. I'm gonna say that, bro. Pat. Shout out, Pat, Pat man. Down, bro. He held it down. I could his... imagine, man. That's hilarious. Pat by the skinny as me. I was true. I've heard. I've heard about Pat and Eric this week. Shout out to Pat and Eric as well. RNC radio shows with Cable Box and Late <clears> Fees. <throat> Eric just came back. Eric just came back for Late Fees, right? Two episodes ago. So yeah, it's, ha- it's good to have him back finally. MAGA Twitter tried to kill my man's off, but. Unbelievable. Don't die, we just multiply. We're stronger and stronger. So that's a big uh, fact. Dog, I'm sorry, guys. This this magic shit is it's kind of happening in front of our eyes. Like as it's we uh, it's more it's more magic is more magic show, stuff dropping. He, more and more stuff is coming out. Yeah, it's just that Magic Johnson says he likes to be free to congratulate players such as Russell Westbrook when he hits the 2020-20 mark. Says he couldn't be himself and hasn't informed Gene, Gene Bus yet. Hasn't him? He hasn't you even stepped down yet, bro. and hasn't told Genie Bus yet. He said he he said he he wanted to be free to congratulate players such as Russell Westbrook. <laughs> yeah, says he couldn't be himself. And he hasn't informed Genie Bus yet. Are you kidding me, dog? He's one of he's one of hot back on Twitter. Dog, that's what I'm. He just wants to. He just wants to freely talk about whatever he wants to talk about. But this is not. Come on, man. He said he's getting emotional. He hasn't. He hasn't outright hidden strongly. He said he plans to fire. No, he's getting emotional. Hasn't told. What is the? Dog, this is crazy. He said he. He hasn't said it outright, but is hinting strongly that he plans to fire Luke Walton. That he won't. That it won't happen now. He is getting emotional. Wait, did he fire Luke Walton already? Dog, this is this is not good, dude. His final yeah, we gotta hit it. This is very bad. This is very, this very, is very bad. bad. Yeah, this, this is, is very, bad. bad. This is very, very bad, dog. I have more fun on the other side. That's not who I am. I want to go back to who I was before take, taking on this job. We're halfway there with LeBron coming on. He has not told Genie Bus. His boss does not know that he's quit. Well, it's fine. Me too, bro. He's thinking <laughs> just quit on Twitter, dog. He just quit on Twitter, dog. My thing is, my thing is. It was definitely rumored that he's going to kill off Luke Walton at game 82. Game 82, uh, it has not happened yet. We're recording literally in between the Miami Heat-Philadelphia 76ers game. So Lakers and Timberwolves, uh, game 82 of their season has not happened yet. But um, Luke Walton was supposed to get fired after this game. So if you just step down, I'm really hoping that you got to do your business before you left. Hey man, he says somebody's going to have to tell my boss because I knew I couldn't tell her face to face. Are you I fucking kidding? I'm dog. This is, these are real statements from this. From are you this. fucking kidding me? I'm oh, concerned. My concern. My concern is over my relationship with my sister G. Bus. You want to hop on Twitter this bad? I don't know what's going on, bro. This is this is something else, dog. Like this man, is crazy. This is, this is this is way too hard. Like so you know, glad. he's supposed to be at work and you're just on Twitter clocked no, in. No, I'm I'm so glad Cam is on here. Like this is happening right here right now like because cam when cam was like 
Magic stepped down. I was like, what are you talking about, bro? You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking, it's thinking. Just yeah, like, I was like, oh, he's probably going to do it during, <laughs> during the weekend. I was like, no, he stepped down right now. I'm like, huh? So, Ken, what, what's going on, man? What do you, what do you, how are you feeling about this news right now? I know it just kind of happened. Hey, so this is honestly wild. Like, the, like I was on here for, what, the season, the opening night. And we yeah. were talking about the Lakers. And, like, everything yeah. I said would be the best case scenario for the Lakers literally did <laughs> not happen this year. So, it's kind of yeah, crazy. Yeah. So, uh. And now Magic is stepping down, man. What is like, dog? I wonder what LeBron is. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Apparently, it was over. A lot of this happened over the Westbrook situation. He wanted he wanted to leave a tweet about Westbrook's performance, and the Lakers told him he couldn't, so he's decided to step down. Oh, over the over over the Nipsey Hustle game. Yeah, Yeah, he said he 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 had a tweet. He said he he wanted to say amazing performance by Russell Westbrook. He shot the ball a lot and got a lot of rebounds. Amazing performance. What a great player, but he wasn't allowed to post it due to you know. The tampering shit, but uh, come on, dude, you just move on, bro. You're a GM. <laughs> Fuck, man, you just can't do it. When I think of it, when I hear things like this, I automatically think of worst case scenarios. So, if the president of basketball operations that was supposed to handle this entire LeBron project for the next, <clears throat> say, four years is now stepped down, uh, what happens with that project? Well, I would assume Rob fire next where he's going. Yeah, I think a lot. I think everything. So, I think everything's still in motion. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think that this changes much for yeah. The, well, what they need to do is they would probably need to find somebody to take this position almost immediately. And I will say this: we we've given Magic a lot of flack, and rightfully so, for like the jokes about him not wanting to get shooters or whatever and everything. But I think it's a. Uh, I think not having somebody like Magic in one-on-one meetings with free agents this summer will potentially hurt the Lakers because I can't deny that whatever we think about Magic as the executive, he does have probably a magnetic presence when he sits down oh, talks yeah. to guys. Oh, yeah. And he probably is somebody who can honestly probably close deals with these type of superstars because he is somebody who has like thrived as a like he is basically the Lakers. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Do do you think do you think the Lakers put too much weight on that fact of, you know, you trying to use him to gain uh, that star, that star power, that star potential. Because I mean, I I never really thought the hire was great. I never really thought it was the right hire. I just I thought it was a I thought it was a solid hire because of kind of like what you said. I mean, he is the Laker. He's the guy who wouldn't want to you know kick game with with Magic Johnson. And yeah. you know, I mean, you know what I'm saying. So it's like, do you think they link too much on the fact of who he is? Well, uh, yes and no. Because I'll say this, I I do agree with what you said. I don't think that he would. He really I don't think he was really the guy who was like this this basketball savvy mind as far as putting <laughs> together anything. Right. But um I think that he definitely worked like his mission was to bring in superstars and like he said he was gonna bring in two and like his within two years of being on after his first full year being on the job, he brought in LeBron James. So I mean Yeah. I mean no, I mean I, I'm not mad at I mean you no, no, can I, you be I, mad, you know, can't Yeah, so he's like he brought he 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 fulfilled half of it and I just think it's weird that the summer that they had that he had him himself had been talking about, mm-hmm. like this coming summer, summer 2019, he kept saying like this is the summer, like yeah, this summer, yeah. summer, and like he steps down right before it, and for his excuse to be that he couldn't be himself, it just seems odd. It just doesn't something well, here that we don't know about that hasn't Woj, Woj just said Lakers coaching staff fully expected to be fired in hours after the final <laughs> game. 
Uh, it's not funny, but it's funny. They had they had believed they were they were gone for months now. Uh, Magic quits in public, saying he's too scared to tell Genie Bus face to face. What an embarrassing episode for a historic franchise. That's from that's straight from yeah. Ocean that now. that is the embarrassing part. The fact that you are afraid of telling Genie Bus that you're about to step down a hot bag on Twitter. That's a little bit wild. I mean, I know that he he that's right on. He he basically Woj just kind of nailed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know, I know they brought you on to have. I mean, it's it's the Lakers, of course. They thrive on star power, especially your specific star power of what you're able to bring to the franchise uh, since the '80s. But for you to step down right before summer 2019, where there was was going to be a lot of eyes on whether or not you could pull a Kevin Durant or Anthony Davis, uh, Kawhi Leonard, anything of that nature, that indicates to me that um, shit wasn't going to work out. You could put this could push some things back. I mean, it it does make. I know I understand what he's trying to say, but it also makes the front office look a bit silly. So you know what I'm saying? Like it makes it look like a shaky front office, and no player wants to like even have that type of situation, especially going into for the summer. But not saying that that would be something. This this would you know be the difference between Kawhi saying yes or no. But you never know, man. I mean, shit, this is embarrassing. You see the timelines going. You think you think players aren't on a timeline right now, going crazy like we are? I think I think Kawhi still ends up a Laker. That's that's my that's my hot take. I still think. Yeah, I hear you, bro. I, still I, my, I, 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 happens, I understand. If it happens, bring me back on here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, of course, of course. If it happens on this during this summer, bring me back on here, bro. If it doesn't happen, still bring me back on. Y'all can get the jokes off on me or whatever. But no, no, because well, no, that's a good. That's a, that's a good. I still that's not a bad take. I think. Well, I've always thought. I think Kawhi is the most likely of anybody to come. I don't buy into the Kevin Durant mm-hmm. or or Kyrie Irving. I don't think Kyrie would come back to play with LeBron after What about the clay? I don't think I ever actually bought the clay. The clay. I never bought the clay thing. Yeah, I, don't, I, I don't care for it either. I actually shit, I I was like, man, I, you'll probably see Jimmy Butler Jimmy Butler over there before you see Clay. Yeah, I think I think that as far yeah, I think Jimmy Butler was probably he's probably a realistic option for them this summer. Mm-hmm. Um but I think that they will probably I think it's Kawhi Leonard or a bust for the Lakers as far as a free agent this summer cuz I don't see Kyrie Irving coming here. I can't imagine that he's had this huge change of heart. Yeah, in, no, no. In Definitely this not. Past. Like, I mean, he probably, like, he, when he when we heard his comments earlier this year, he was like, he, he apologized to LeBron. Like, it's one thing to be like, all right, I admit I might have been a knucklehead or hard-headed. I was young. Yeah. But it's another thing to, to, to willingly go back to being basically the number two guy. Like, I mean, and he probably will, if he goes to New York with Kevin Durant or whatever people have been saying, he'll be the number two there. But yeah, but it won't feel that way. Yeah, know? like it's still gonna be a collab. Yeah, I can't imagine it'll be like they're building their own thing type. Correct, of thing. correct. I don't. I can't imagine he will willingly go come here to L.A. where LeBron is already at and come play with him again. And I just definitely don't see Kevin Durant coming to play with LeBron. Definitely yet. not. Yeah, I just he's definitely not gonna do that. Like. KD is a different guy, but he ain't that different. Like, I think that I just can't see him going to, like, after how he's been. Re- he wouldn't take it, bro. He's he gotten, like, that. take how he's, like, decision to the Warriors has been. Yeah, like, no. like, and you see he hasn't been able to, like, really handle the way people have kind of turned on him as, like, as far as, like, not really being liked. Like, he's been mm-hmm. snapping back and everything. Like, if he goes and joins LeBron, it'll be his decision with the Warriors times probably 10. Or something, just like from perception. So, I can't imagine he would do that. I just think it's Kawhi Leonard is the most realistic option, unless they somehow get where we're able to pull off a trade 
for Anthony Davis, but I just don't think the Pelicans are going to work with the Lakers. Or maybe they will because Magic in, isn't in office anymore. Like, you, you just right, never, you never know. Yeah, you yeah. never know now. Absolutely. You never know. So it's like we got to wait and see what happens. So uh, it's just this is just really, like, shocking. Like like you said, we were literally were getting ready to start the podcast, and then this news comes in. Yeah, we had we had uh, plans to start with the NCAA championship, and I was gonna <laughs> praise God that March Madness is over, and then this bombshell just drops up. on our bombshell drops on the table. Yeah, but shout out to Magic Johnson. Uh, we'll more than likely see a lot more of you this summer. Now that you have the freedom to discuss uh, your favorite NBA players as often as you'd like, um, as extensive as you'd like. Drop the tweet, man. Just drop the tweet about Westbrook now, man, just to shake things up, man. Oh, Westbrook very good game. What if he dropped the exact play? <laughs> what if he dropped the exact tweet he wanted to put after quitting? Oh, and just kept it in his drafts? <laughs> just kept it in the drafts. That shit's going to be so It's going to say Westbrook had a very good game tonight. <laughs> Nigga, this is what yeah. you quit for? They won't let you post this? Magic need to tweet, like. Yeah, he needs to just tweet something like "R.I.P. My nigga Nipsey" or some crazy like you know what I'm <laughs> that saying. Was, like, if he got that off on, on like, the Lakers handle, yeah, okay, then, just then, like then yes, hard, like then yes. Hard, please quit like, if you want to do that shit, man. Bro, you think Jerry West is? You think Jerry West is laughing from the opposite side of L.A.? He probably ain't thinking about this shit, man. I will say this about Jerry West, bro. Like this, this came. This is crazy. If he gets Kawhi Leonard this summer, if he does like pull that off, like if he makes like. Cause like honestly, the Clippers been better than Lakers since probably 2012. Like, it's, yeah, this is true. This since is they true. got Chris Paul, since yeah. Chris Paul got there, they've been the better. They've been the better franchise. Yeah, easy. So if they they already have a pretty solid team, they have cap space. They re- they wouldn't have to get rid of anybody they have currently to sign a free agent this summer. So if they were to bring in somebody like a Kawhi Leonard or a Jimmy Butler or something like, I don't see an avenue, a clear avenue to the Lakers being better than them on the court right like even with lebron like even if the if the lakers were in theory completely healthy next year it would be close but just the fact that it's still close and you have lebron is like that's still exactly that's still kind of a loss in my eyes so yeah it's a little bit jarring they did you see the story athletic put out they said he didn't even call them to ask for zubak they gave zubak away to them (laughs) that's crazy they couldn't believe it he's the article said that they couldn't believe it. he said him and the rest of the front office out at dinner and laughing like when Magic E offered him Zubak for for uh for um who did they get from the Clippers, bro? It was Muscala had got traded there and they got Muscala from the uh from the Clippers for for um for Zubak. He's like he couldn't believe it. They they didn't even call the Lakers and ask for him. The Lakers called and offered Zubak. And it was like, yeah, we'll take it. Yeah, and I just think like this this Magic thing has just been completely but like honestly, besides signing LeBron, like I can't say he's made the right decision any <clears throat> way like or right. they have a, like he got hired in the summer of 2017 or mm-hmm. else's first summer like um right now it's looking like signing i mean not signing uh drafting lonzo ball over the aaron fox and jason tatum doesn't look like a great move i didn't think lonzo was better than fox coming out of college and like mm-hmm. i still want to give lonzo time because he hasn't been healthy but i mean like that's the best ability is availability at the end of the day so like if you can't play this is just so bad. This is really bad. Yeah. Lakers fans, 
Uh, I would say I feel for you. I would say I feel for you, but then I look at the rafters in the sky. So you know what? Yeah, yeah, I'll be alright. Unfortunate right, situation, but we will see what happens with the Los Angeles Lakers going forward, uh, especially once we get some more information on this. And, and more than likely, by the time that this drops, you'll have we'll, you'll, we'll have some more information from Woj and, and he said, regarding Magic Johnson. He said that everything is in place with this team. We add one more guy. We're in the Western Conference Finals. This is a coveted job. Yeah. <sighs> Why is he? You see that LeBron interview from last, from like last week that came out. He did with the uh, the media here in LA, and LeBron kind of was like hinting, like that he knew somebody was coming. Like, so it makes me wonder, like, is that how? Like, I don't like this. Just seems so fishy, bro. Like, it just, just buying time. It just seems so weird, bro. Like, it just none of this makes any type of sense. Like, it just seems so weird. Like, well, off season just got off season just got even spicier. I'll tell you that. We already have we already have draft talk to talk about uh, free agency as well as now what happens with the Los Angeles Lakers once, once July first happens. But um, before we get to before we get to any of uh, the off season related conversation, let's discuss what happened on Monday night with the end of the Final Four and the NCAA championship match between the Virginia Cavaliers and Texas Tech. Uh, if you watched very early in the game. You might have been a little bit curious as to what channel you are going to change to uh, <laughs> by the time that this starts getting hot. But it ended up getting very hot very quickly. And um, it went into an overtime game that was very exciting. Yeah, Virginia made it nice. Texas Tech made it nice. And the story of the NCAA championship ended up being Virginia's, um, I'd say it's a redemption moment. After being eliminated sure. last year in an embarrassing sure. fashion, they came back this year with a lot of determination. Um, their matches in the Elite Eight as well as the Final Four were very close, almost losing seconds in each game. And uh, they ended up coming back in both of those games, of course, one being a controversial fashion with Purdue and how that went down. But they ended up to the NCAA championship and beat Texas Tech in an 85-77 to 77 overtime win to win their first national champion. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't sexy, you know. It, it wasn't a sexy tournament. I don't think it's. I don't think. I don't think everybody got what they wanted. But you know, I what did I what did I say to you? What did I say to you, Mark? That's the. I mean, that's the aura of March Madness, right? <laughs> not, not 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 everybody text, gets listen, to. I text Mark this morning. I said, you know, that game doesn't really. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't help my case to Mark of anymore. how fire college basketball <laughs> is. And I'm watching it, and you know what? I I. Unfortunately, did you watch? Did you watch? Did you watch the other games like you said you would? Or so, so just out I of curiosity. So I got. This is probably the closest I've ever got. <laughs> I got all the way to Final Four, <laughs> and then it became WrestleMania weekend. Come on, man. I get it. No, I mean I'm not mad at you. It, WrestleMania was like fucking twelve hours thing. I'm not mad. I'm just saying. Was fire this year too. Yeah, I was watching Bret Hart get speared uh, <laughs> over over Virginia and Purdue. So I hear you, man. I hear you. I'm not mad. That ended up being my Saturday night and my Sunday night before the game had went down on Monday night. But I got very close, and I watched the championship game. A lot of my a lot of my critiques ended up showing their face in the in the first half, uh, but the second half, heading up to the final minute, started to become very entertaining. Um, I was very interested in the story of whether or not to be able to upset Virginia because I'm sure Virginia would have felt completely terrible. But then uh, there was a player on Texas Tech, I forgot his name, that would that 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 just took one of the most questionable threes that I've seen. Say it again. 
Was it the point guard? It might have it, it been. He started working very well to get them back into the game. That was that was Moody, I think. That was him. Like he hit that, he shot that three, and it didn't like even touch like the rim. It hit like the backboard or whatever. And it was from far as hell. And then yeah. I think it, that was either before or after Texas Tech ends up giving up a huge three to let Virginia tie the game and of course go into overtime. So entertaining, yes, but there's still some qualms about college basketball that I can see, and especially a championship game was just like, God, what are you doing? But Man. with all. I don't know, bro. It, I, I, you know, I would have loved if I got my way and have my North Carolina Duke finale, but uh, it didn't happen that way. So. Yeah, I'm happy that didn't happen. Honestly, as a North Carolina fan, I could not. I'd have had a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But Cam, but Cam, but Cam, but Cam. I, you know, imagine, imagine Roy winning that game. Oh, that's you the big joke. Mean? Like, dog. Like, okay. imagine North Carolina winning that game. Like, I would have put. I would have, and I, and and I would have. I would have took my dues, man. I would have put my money bro. on him. I'm putting my money on Tar Heels in that situation. Facts. But uh, this Virginia run is like all-time fluke type of run that they went on to win, bro. It's like, for, like I remember, two over games. And the, so they went Sweet Six. I mean, Elite Eight. They, they was Sweet Sweet. Let's start with Sweet 16 against Oregon. They only won mm-hmm. by four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then they go to Elite Eight. Overtime survived, survived the one of the craziest, one of the craziest plays probably in NCAA tournament history with the tip out and then the buzzer beating floater like in three seconds or whatever. Like that, that was nuts. And they survived. Carson Edwards giving them like a hundred points. Yo, Carson, <laughs> I remember watching that out with my dad at the bar. Yeah, and, uh, Carson gave him everything he could, everything they could handle. It was so like then, either 10 or 11 threes. She was insane. Then the final four against Auburn, the refs. They first let's start off with them blowing a ten point lead in the final three in three minutes. They had three minutes and thirty seconds on the clock, and they got outscored like on a fifteen to two run by Auburn. Then the refs don't call the 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 double dribble on Virginia, and they get fouled on a three pointer, which allows them to basically win the game. And then in the championship game, like they they survive another overtime game, another game they blew a double digit lead in as well. Like they got up by ten again in the second half last night and. Some and Texas Tech came back and like so it's like I've been a critic of Virginia for a while now like just because like they they're 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 a great regular season team that their defense that slow it down type of pace or whatever that pack line defense like is good in the regular season uh before this year it had not been proven that you can win with it in in the tournament because one they their style of play makes them susceptible to being upset when you slow the the game down like it makes it harder for other teams to score, but it also neutralizes your own talent advantage. Like right. by having less possessions and running less and everything, your talent advantage that you would have over a team gets neutralized in itself. Which is why they lost to a 16 seed last year, and why they like before this year continuously fell short. And so, like, I'm still not the biggest believer in Virginia, and because like even though they won, just because, I mean, college basketball is as random a sport as you're gonna get. It's probably the yeah. worst. It really is. Team almost never wins. Like <laughs> the best team for the duration of the season almost never wins in college basketball. Like it's it's weird. It's weird like that. So so it's just like it's such a random sport. And this was just this just happened to be the year that I guess Virginia caught all of the breaks. Like yeah, man. And then the instant replay thing last night really rubbed me the wrong way as well. Like with the with Hunter knocking the ball out of the Texas Tech guard's hand, and they went and replayed it. I mean, reviewed it. And, like, on the smallest of frames, like, Hunter clearly knocked the ball out of the Texas Tech player's hand. But because it – like, it's just it – was, it was so whack, bro. I can't even put in the words. But it's like – yeah, college basketball 
this was probably the worst case scenario for them this year for how great of a regular season they had. Yeah, they they had all the all the the Zion. I mean, this is their this is the NCAA's biggest superstar in a minute. You know, yeah. like he's printing, he's probably printing money for them, and they just I'm sure they wanted to see him go as far as he possibly could. You know what I'm saying? It would it would have made them entirely happy. They, I mean, the NCAA would have loved a Duke North Carolina finish. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were, that, that that had to be what they were what they were hoping on, or 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 even a Duke versus a Kentucky. They they had yeah been, yeah yeah you, you know you know the the, the them top bodies them big yeah. boys yeah like this was a year where the star power in college basketball this year was was at a level that it probably hadn't been in in like a well no in 2017 2016 17 it was some it was some star power but next season there's a drop off like the recruit the freshman class coming in isn't like there's no type of Zion Williamson mm-hmm. type of like freshman and then there's no like Lonzo Ball or De'Aaron Fox Jason Tatum type of freshman who's like we'll have like one literally one year layoff and then the next year's gonna be fire as fuck yeah exactly (laughs) 2020 2020 is gonna be stupid yeah 2020 class has a bunch of future like all-stars in it not just NBA it was like so yeah like this had to be the NCAA's worst case scenario like this is a huge letdown like you got you had Zion Williamson everything was laid out for him and like they just don't even they don't even get to the final four. Neither them or North Carolina or Kentucky gets there. You have Texas Tech and Auburn. You had two football schools there. Like it's like mm-hmm. so it's just like yeah, like it's just like I feel Mark. Like I, I'm with Jeff. I love college basketball. I love watching it. But the tournament, the one thing about the tournament is like that you never really truly get the best thing. And it's mainly because of the rules and their kids at the same time. So it's just like it's 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 just you never know where these kids' heads are gonna be at game by exactly. game. Exactly. They also they also I mean, hey, NCAA, they're yeah, they're they're kinda dying by their own sword at the same time because, you know, they love their Cinderella stories and, you know, the small the, the small team beating the big team and it is what it is. You know, they like stuff like that. So that's what you're that's what you're gonna get. What about the uh star players of the championship game? Do you think that anybody made a very good case for themselves heading into the NBA draft in June? You had um Virginia's DeAndre Hunter who had a very good game and 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 did a very good job for them in Virginia. But what about um uh, we just talked about Matt Mooney. We just talked about um Jared Culver from Texas Tech. Uh, yeah, I mean I, I I feel like I mean Culver was probably already set to me. I mean, I was I was gonna take him in the lottery regardless of <laughs> regardless of that performance. Is there anybody from Virginia that you would expect to to see become a lottery player after their uh, championship win, or do you think it ends up uh, being uh, the mean, same names that I, we talked about? I already had already had Hunter um, in the lottery, but other than that, there's a fall off. I don't really have Jerome in the lottery. No. Uh, I got him a little bit lower than that near, near the end of the first round. And then after that is a complete drop off. So, yeah, it's really it's Culver is going to be a top 10 pick and Hunter is going to be a top 10 pick. Yeah. After that, you basically Jerome, if he decides to declare, he'll probably be drafted like late first. Like, yeah. He's a six, six, five point guard, like, but he, he's not athletic. He doesn't really. He's he's gonna be a backup. He probably a career he backup. Gonna, he's gonna go. He gonna he gonna he gonna go. He gotta go. I think he's a junior. He, he's not gonna leave as a senior. He got, he better leave now. Yeah, he better nothing, leave now. Left for him to accomplish, and his stock is never gonna get no. no. It's like might as well leave. Like Kyle yeah. Guy will be back next year. Um, he'll be back at Virginia. Like, and the rest of those guys on Texas Tech, none of them are really NBA players. Like, Culver yeah. is the guy. So, hey Cam, they got they got they got Minnesota taking Nazir Little at eleven. Good, you, you like yeah. that? Right yeah. in the spot. Nigga, like, nigga, I would. 
You don't even know, bro. I'd be so hyped. Hey, Wicked Spot. I'd be so hyped, man. Bro, little Nas. Bro, I think Nasir is going to be a better pro than he was in the NBA, I believe. I mean, a better I think, pro. I think so, too. I think so. He, he, dude, he gives that energy. Like, it's, yeah. it's truly, like, you could tell from the jump. And he got he got stuck playing behind um some upperclassmen this year. Like, it just was no way he was going to play over proven. I look at it like, uh, you remember you remember Devin Booker coming up in Kentucky? Yeah, that's the same, yeah. same, yeah, same, same thing. Yeah, same thing. Same thing. I got some PTSD when you just said Lil Nas, so excuse me while I uh, <laughs> shake that off, shake that off real quick. But all right, uh, an enjoyable till, mark. till next year, Mark. Till next year, uh, do I want to do this again next year? Yeah, I'll try it again. I'll course, try it again. Man. I think I think you're in now. I think you're locked in at this point. While we while we've been talking, like apparently <laughs> this man Magic has been on camera this whole time. He crying. He's still go- he's crying. <laughs> he's he crying. He's Duh, like <laughs> this whole time while we've been like, I just seen new clips, new gifts of him like shaking his head during this interview, and like I don't know what's going on, man. This shit is hilarious, though. Ty just said y'all got this shit salute, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Get Donald Sterling on the phone, bro. Duh, nah, get Donald Sterling Adam, on the nah, phone. Adam, Adam, what Adam, Adam, the two community real quick. What is Magic done for the community? He's gonna cut a clean promo on Magic, and the world is not going to be ready. I want LeBron to cut a promo. LeBron's not going to cut a promo on Magic Johnson. As soon as LeBron even even creates a sentence that, that could be a little bit of a disapproval of Magic Johnson's efforts this summer, how dare you? How dare you slander a legend, LeBron? Michael Jordan would never even fix his lips to say something negative about Magic Johnson. Who the hell are you? Bro. Mm-hmm. It's clear, this is clear, everything is crazy. LeBron was dying on the sword back in like February and early March, mm-hmm. and this is what happened. And this is what happened. That, You're that playoff right. mode. Then he got That's banged. Crazy, dude. That's crazy. He was like, you know what? Who can I? Who can I? Who can I send a Space Jam contract to? Who's on the couch, bro? This is nuts, bro. Like Ryan Coogler. Oh, Coogler definitely fed up. Coogler is 100% (laughs) fed up. LeBron can't pull a single damn name for this Space Jam. Matter of fact, let's take a quick break and come back. We've got got LeBron's (laughs) failed attempts of trying to like niggas during the playoffs. Oh, gosh. Along with, um, there were some private NBA player surveys this year. I don't know who orchestrated these or who decided to go into these, but there's some interesting results that we'll discuss along with uh, the thoughts of Stephen Curry on these private NBA player surveys. Uh, Since the season is almost over, we are going to discuss our NBA superlatives for the last days of the season. And um, I have to say goodbye to Dwayne Wade without shedding a tear. So we will uh, try and do that. If I'm able to do such a thing, we come back. So it's RSPN on RNC Radio. We'll be back after this. All right, we are back. RSPN RNC Radio, episode 29. I am Mark. He is Jeff, and he is Cam. What's good? What's good? What's good? I'm being highly entertained right now by Dwayne Wade's three-pointer. 
Can't even fucking concentrate because Wade's busting threes, apparently. Do you see these threes? He's pulling like Ray Allen in 2008 right now. I'm not seeing it. I think it's not. What channel is it on? Uh, It should be on TNT. (laughs) But TNT wanted to be fucking idiots and not pick the game up. So now it's on League Pass. And apparently it was supposed to be on on TNT. But TNT told Miami Heat you have to start the game at 7. And uh, unfortunately, that cannot happen, sir, because we have a uh, little commemoration to have for Dwayne Wade. I don't even know if commemoration is the right word. A little um, service for Dwayne Wade. A very touching one, a very eventful one that um, tested my emotions very well, I must say. And uh, we couldn't start a half hour early. Sorry, TNT. Should have picked it up beforehand. And now tonight when the Heat uh, play... Brooklyn Nets in game 82. ESPN didn't want to pick it up. They'd rather play the Orlando Magic and the Charlotte Hornets. So, you know, congratulations to ESPN. You had a very exciting game for your for your, for your your final amount of the season. Not that I'm bitter or anything, right? Yeah, I mean, I think you are a little bit, but I, 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 don't, I don't mind you being that way because I understand. I would be too in that situation. Yeah. You got people yeah. asking me what channel it is. You got, you got people asking me why are they not putting it on TV. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Might got to ask the league. You would think that they would have had this covered already. They ain't putting second-rate Hall of Famers on, on television. Second-rate Hall of Famers. You know what? Before we get... I'm joking. joking. D-Way one of my favorite players, bro. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. It's a joke. No, I know, cause I, know, I know Jeff would say that and would not be joking. So I would... I would... <clears throat> That's not true. Oh, if he pulls like it Wade. again. Oh, he almost hit it again. I like Wade, man. I just like to fuck with Mark. Oh, so you're so your so Dirk Love was all... Was all oh, no, 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 no. I meant what i meant about that oh yeah you see yeah see but i'm but I, but, that, but come on man give me a break bro it's not like it's not like something that's i didn't say anything crazy uh I, I, you know what that is true because you did have a couple of people that were uh yeah. behind yeah yeah it, it wasn't a crazy thing that i said i just i was at first i was trying to obviously get my jokes off but like i don't intend to disrespect Dwayne wade it's, i just you know wade is obviously uh a legend and are we gonna talk about paul pierce who <laughs> like, 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 wow. I'd, ra- I'd actually, I'd actually rather, I'd actually rather talk about dirt because uh, it's it's a very high probability that his last game um was last night, and not everybody is one hundred percent sure if Dirk is going to return for another season. It kind <clears throat> of became a assumption once mm-hmm. uh, Adam Silver was able to talk during All Star Weekend and 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 gave Wade and Dirk their own. Uh, special spots in the all-star game but we are not 100 positive if this is actually dirk's last game because he has not said it himself i'm sure he'd like to test the waters this summer and see if he's able to do one last season and i'm sure uh fans of the dallas mavericks would like to see one last opportunity to have uh dirk play in the nba and and and, and end up giving some more game to luka Doncic and have the opportunity to give some game to porzingis Maybe. Is Porzingis even gonna play next year? That's what I'm saying. Maybe I don't. We don't know like, the situation yet. I, I don't know. Influence. That shit tough. That shit tough to call. But you know. Yeah, he entered. Yeah, he entertained. He entertained it. But we'll have to see uh, what happens with with Dirk Nowitzki uh, going on with this summer. There's another thing to tack onto this very eventful um, NBA summer once the finals are done. But as of right now, we have the end of the regular season happening tonight. Well, for a lot of teams, uh, last night, the game 82 is going to be uh, the final for the remainder of the teams that are within the NBA. Uh, you have the Pacers going up against the Hawks, Heat and the Nets, the Hornets and the Magic on ESPN, the Knicks and the Pistons, 
um, the Bulls and the 76ers, the Warriors and the Grizzlies, Thunder Bucks, Mavericks, Spurs, uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Denver Nuggets, the Jazz and the Clippers, and the Kings and the Portland Trailblazers. So tonight, the last game of the Dallas Mavericks going up against San Antonio Spurs. Um, the Detroit Pistons game would have been something that is uh, important for the Miami Heat if the uh, Detroit Pistons did not beat the Memphis Grizzlies last night, but unfortunately the Detroit Pistons did, so Miami Heat are officially out of NBA playoff contention. So um, the Nets have clinched, the Orlando Magic have clinched, and the Detroit Pistons or the Charlotte Hornets will end up being within that eighth seed to make the NBA playoffs. So it's a um, it's an event it's it's an eventful night tonight, and it wraps up a lot of the stories that we have for our NBA superlatives. The end of the season awards that we give out. Um, well, now we give them out in June for the official 2019 NBA awards show, but it'll be based on everything that has happened with the regular season. So I'd like to take the opportunity to hop out in front of that now that the regular season is over with you guys and see what you guys think on what is going to happen with the 2019 NBA awards when they do happen in June. Uh, before we do that, how do you guys like this uh, season overall? Um, it's been a good one. I think I think a lot of drama. Uh, the AD thing kept us going. Obviously, the new Lakers and LeBron's new home. That's always uh, exciting. Uh, the drama is same old, same old. Yeah, it's, it's been a pretty solid you know, NBA year. Kind of went how I anticipated for the most part. You know, I think when the season started, I, I kind of felt that the Lakers weren't ready anyway, so that's fine where they are. And my Timberwolves are ass. Kind of saw that coming still. And uh, it was a good season, man. It was pretty <laughs> solid overall. What can I say? I mean, you know, the rookies, my, my, my rookies kind of played how I had anticipated them playing. So, yeah. It's been kind of weird for me. Like, I like I hear what, what, everything, like, Jeff said. Like, we have that. We had the AD thing. We had LeBron to the Lakers. We had uh, – um, it just seems like most of the stuff, the storylines around the league this year have been centered on everything except the actual on-court stuff. Unless, like – like, the rookies have honestly been – the most interesting thing this season for me other than that James Harden scoring streak like it just seemed like such a it's like it's been a weird season for me personally it just seems weird like the Milwaukee Bucks are the best team in the league like they just yeah just like it's like that's it's, weird as it is yeah, it's weird like it just I'm not saying it's I'm not saying this is bad or anything no like that. no but it's strange. Like, strange it's just been like it's strange yeah like it's like like even when Oladipo got hurt this the Pacers still like were good like kept things flowing yeah and like and like the and like the Nets like just yeah good all of a sudden like it, yeah it's crazy exactly it's been like it's just been kind of like a weird season like the Nuggets I picked them before the season to make the playoffs did I think they were going to be a top two or three seed in the West and absolutely not and that's been like it's just been just been a weird year it just seemed like there's been kind of like a shift of some sorts kind of like even though LeBron got hurt this year it just seemed like maybe like newer blood is kind of like starting to like show itself and rise to like it's about to change yeah like it's probably about to change a little bit like i don't foresee like this is probably the warriors last year as currently constructed as having kd and clay and draymond like it's probably the last year for this so it's like like i think it's gonna be next season and going forward in general we're probably gonna see more of a a wide open type of um 
league a little bit to where there isn't one clearly dominant team. And I just feel like and the talent is starting to be spread out a little bit better. And not like the, the superstars are spread out, like, but it's just like guys are developing and becoming better. So that's probably what I'm right. going the most about this. Like I said, the rookies have been really good. And then, like you said, with the Nets, with like D'Angelo Russell, or even with the Nuggets, with their young talent, with somebody like Jokic becoming a, a, a real star this year. Like it's just been a lot of uh, it's just been a lot of different a lot of different storylines that people might not have anticipated coming into the season have come to the forefront probably. Well, Mark, your your season went all the way to the very end. How do you feel? I mean, no heat, no heat going to the playoffs, but well, the one positive about that is I hope that it shuts up all the people that uh, apparently want the Heat to throw these last two games and 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 not make the playoffs and. Uh, think that it's somehow going to translate into this magical top 10 pick. I hope you finally shut the hell up about it for the rest of the season. Now that we don't have to worry about um, uh, the Heat and the Milwaukee Bucks in the first round of the NBA playoffs. But I have been satisfied. I have been satisfied um, this season with things outside of the Miami Heat. Um, I, I feel like the things that come out of left field for the NBA this season helped change the rhetoric of the past three or four years of this just being the Warriors versus LeBron James again. I felt like that was something that was very um, overreported, uh, something that was blown out of proportion, mm-hmm. in, 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 in my opinion, when it came to NBA playoffs time, uh, because there was always the opportunity that something could change. Now, the fact that things did not change, and we ended up with the Warriors and the Cavaliers for uh, the past four years, that did um, become somewhat of a black eye to a lot of fans that did watch the NBA. But I feel like all the things that pop out of left field this season make the case that um, not everything is set in stone like how people report it to be, especially at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. I'm sure nobody would have called Nuggets uh, second seed, Bucks 60 wins, um, Pacers being that high, uh, Warriors being tested and, and breaking down the, that, well, not – from a uh, team perspective, but as far as fighting and things like that, nobody would have called that at the beginning of the season. So uh, is the storyline drama that the NBA clings on to, um, whether on court or social media, is that a part of the game that is that a part of the game that people might want to see a bit, a little bit less of and a lot more entertaining and competitive basketball, maybe, but it plays into the fact that it keeps this season highly entertaining. And sometimes that is what you need to continue to um, push and and put together this great product because without you can, you can have as much competitive basketball as you want, but when it comes to uh, the entertainment portion of it, the NBA excels at that a lot higher than a lot of leagues. People that love baseball, for the competitiveness of the MLB, they're struggling with keeping uh, fans entertained throughout that 100-plus game season. People that love the NFL for the sporadic moments that could happen through that. You know, it's 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 very difficult to try and top the NFL, but they deal with certain things that and, and different um, problems that the NBA doesn't have to deal with. Yeah, so everybody, everybody like, has different kind of downtimes uh, yeah. or issues dealing with their seasons or like, uh, I you know, I'll tell you, even with soccer, you know, there's a last season, there could be a phase in soccer because it's a point system. So once you have a certain amount of points, you win the league. 
And last season, Manchester City ran away with the league two months before the season ended, you know? So it's kind of like we're just in limbo. Like, well, we already know who's going to win the championship. But it, it, every every sport has their kind of, like, thing that can kind of take a little bit of fun away from you. But if you're in love with the sport, you can enjoy it regardless. And I think that's what we kind of had to deal with with the Golden State era. Um, we did, even though we got a lot of Warriors, we did get to see Braun come back you know, from that deficit and do it in Cleveland. I think it was worth it seeing that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if I had to go back and do it all over again and watch, the watch, you know, the Warriors become who they're supposed to be just to watch that amazing comeback for LeBron in Cleveland, I'd do it. Yeah, worth it. That was worth it for me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like it was a very positive step forward in the critique of the – um, repetitiveness or the complacency sometimes of uh, the NBA's top uh, product compared to the bottom of it. You're going to have some good seasons where things start evening out. And that's why I do not get very worried when uh, the West is completely strong over the East and so far and so forth. Sometimes some things just work themselves out and you end up having the season that the Eastern Conference has had as a whole. And despite the Western Conference still being very strong, you go into the NBA playoffs this year with a little bit more uncertainty that you would have had in recent years. Yeah, we, we could have two different teams uh, in the Eastern and Western Conference final. So, yeah. And the one the one thing that I had set as a goal for RSBN this season is to literally cover every single team throughout this entire regular season and i think i think if i go through all it i think we did it we didn't i don't think so i think so 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 start there's no way hold on let me let's start at the top all right look at this wait and and you're talking about outside of i feel like we covered every single i feel like we covered every single team this season what episode are we on oh this thing way just almost busted his ass oh we're on we're on episode 29 we're on episode 29 of the season, and I can confirm we have discussed the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah, I know. Uh, we discussed the Boston, Boston Celtics numerous times, yeah, one being with Cam. Not, okay, this is true. We discussed the uh, we discussed the Brooklyn Nets and their um, their area. We discussed the Charlotte Hornets with Kemba in the All Star game. Yes, we did. We have discussed the Chicago Bulls and the firing of their head coach. <laughs> yes, we did. We have discussed the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yes, we did. Uh, we have discussed the Dallas Mavericks and Luka Mania. Okay. We have discussed the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, Wait. Yeah, we did a whole episode. I think we did a whole episode on Nuggets, didn't we? On the Nuggets? I feel... Let's put a star next to the Denver Nuggets. Let's put a star next to the Denver Nuggets. We Damn. discussed we, 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 we discussed the Pistons with Jay. With Jay yeah, and Skip. We did. We did. We did. Discussed the Warriors numerous times. Discussed numerous the Rockets times. numerous times. Numerous. Pacers, we had the Oladipo episode. We did, we did. Clippers, we had the Clippers episode. We did. Lakers, numerous episodes. Numerous. Grizzlies, the trade with Toronto. Mm-hmm. Heat is obvious. Yeah. Bucks is obvious. Yeah. Timberwolves is obvious. Yeah. Pelicans is obvious. Yeah. Discussed the Knicks with Elton numerous times. Yes. We discussed the Thunder. Mm-hmm. We had the episode on Vucevic and the Magic. Yes, we do. Sixers is obvious. Ah, <laughs> uh, Phoenix Suns, Phoenix Suns, Phoenix Suns. Um, oh. Uh, we talked about Aiden. We, we had talked about Aiden earlier on. Oh, DeAndre Aiden. Yep. So we discussed no, no, the Suns. No, remember, 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 remember. We talked about. Uh, oh, yes, yes, yes. That we was discussed. That we was discussed it. the Suns. Okay, the Trailblazers. Um, we haven't. You know what? Considering that Dame is on that team, we haven't talked about them that much, but we have talked about them. So we'll put a star in the Trailblazers. I don't know about an episode though. We've given the Sacramento Kings props. Yeah. And we discussed the Kings. We discussed the Spurs. Mm-hmm. We discussed the Raptors. 
We discussed the jazz. We discussed and, the jazz. Oh, we did. We did. We did. We did. And the, oh, yeah, we, we we definitely discussed the jazz did, uh, during during Westbrook I game. Remember. Yeah, I remember. And we had um the the thing about Donovan Mitchell's sophomore slump, and we discussed the Washington Wizards. Yeah. So Nuggets, maybe. I feel like we. I feel like we've discussed the Nuggets. Hold on. Let me. Let me go. Let me go to the squad. Well. Oh yeah. Because we would have had to. Because we talked about uh um what's his face Jokic. Yeah. We did. We did. We have. We We have given Jokic. We have given Jokic props. I feel like we gave him a lot of time one time. Didn't we? Who, Did we? Oh, no, 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 no. We're talking about, I'm thinking about Vucci. I'm thinking about Vucci. I'm tripping. Oh, no, no, no. I'm thinking yeah. about when we gave Vucci that episode. Yeah, yeah, it's Vucci, man. I don't think we gave the Nuggets a proper. I don't, I'm Damn, really. Did we not talk about the Nuggets all bro, season? Bro, I'm, I'm looking through the roster. I'm pretty sure, like, we never, like, really spoke about them, like. I think, I think we just gave Denver the props. It's like, yeah, we yeah. Shout out Denver Nuggets. Ah, second in the West. Yeah, whatever. Ah, yeah, shout out the Nuggets. Third in the West. Yeah, they're whatever. literally 53 and 20. They've lost 23 games. Lost 23 games. And the Portland Trailblazers are, are – what are their standings in the playoffs? The Portland Trailblazers. Denver's in first right now. Currently – they're first? I know Denver uh, in the in the in you know in the Northwest. I mean, like Portland. Portland's underneath. They, Portland's like 51-29. Yep, Portland Trailblazers fourth in a very competitive Western Conference. We did not talk about the Nuggets. Yeah. So we damn, we're like right there. Yeah. Well, we technically we just talked about the Nuggets. That is true. You had a great season, Nuggets. And okay, maybe, and, 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 but congrats. <laughs> we just talked and, about. Them. And, well, 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 well. Maybe they'll be able to. Maybe they'll be able to um, pull off something in the end of the season awards for the NBA. Okay, so let's start yeah. with. Uh, let's hey, start, real quick, let's start. Real quick. Real quick. Real quick. Um. Cam, Michael Porter Jr. I don't know if he'll ever be the same player he was in high school, man. Like, Okay. I was just curious what you thought, man, because we were talking no. about Nuggets, you know, so I was just... Back injuries are tricky. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Is that your one Nuggets... Is that your one Nuggets interest, Jeff? <laughs> well, no, because, because, Thomas? because... No, no, I mean, you know, Michael Porter Jr. was really good in college, and he hurt his back, and, you know, I, I don't know what's up with him now. Obviously, they canceled, you know, they took him out for the season, but uh, he's somebody I look forward to next season if he comes back how he is. I mean, the kid was like seven foot, like you know, he's a huge, huge kid, small forward. Like, I was just curious, you know, what what I haven't really talked to Cam about. If about if, he, if he somehow gets back to that level, though, that's that's a game. Oh yeah, yeah, he's legit. He's legit. I was just we don't talk about him because it's almost like the Nuggets literally just shut his file and put him yeah. away. So he may be he may be ready to go next. year. He comes back next year, and he's like the guy that he was. Because remember, in high school, he's the number one prospect in the country. Yes, yes. I remember he, he's from Missouri. I saw him play. And you can see it. You can see it. Visually, he's got it. He's got everything you need. You know? Like, yeah. if, he, if, he, if he's right, if, he's, if that back injury is healed and he's right, then they might have potentially gotten the best player in his draft class, bro. That's and facts. And they're already, they're already a really good team. So think about it like that. Exactly. So yeah. you got to wait and see. All right, Nuggets. There you go, Nuggets. Damn. Well, the, the the unfortunate thing about the unfortunate thing about the Denver Nuggets, and maybe this is why we have not covered them as extensive as we have many of the other t- other teams throughout this entire regular season. Um, they're suffering some from something that Toronto has thankfully done their best to shake off this year, and that's the stigma of okay, we know the name of your team. No matter what you have done the regular season, we know how this is going to end for you. Yeah, yeah, they definitely have that syndrome. In the NBA playoffs now, Toronto is 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 going to do its best to to um, quiet that down uh, this playoffs run, and who knows if they are able to uh, make the run that they would like to make with Kawhi Leonard um, in this NBA playoffs. But Denver is going to have a very strong interest 
in shutting up a lot of those voices that do not believe at all in the Denver Nuggets when it comes to the postseason. If the playoffs started right now, the Denver Nuggets would end up playing the San Antonio Spurs, and maybe that would be an easy series. But uh, when, when, if you were to ask a lot of people what they see in Denver heading into the remainder of the NBA playoffs, I don't know if a lot of people will be able to guarantee you Western Conference finals. And even getting past the Warriors, getting past the Rockets in general, I don't think people would be able to guarantee you that. So the 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 voice, the voice box of the Denver Nuggets ends up being mainly the fans of the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, if the Nuggets are going to be able to turn this shit to the next level and, and have us paying attention, that's what it's going to be about. Where are they currently the two seed? They're currently underneath the Golden State Warriors, I believe. Yeah, um, yeah. the Warriors clinched the Western Conference, so they're fifty-three and twenty, fifty-three and twenty-seven. Yeah, they they have game up on the Clippers. I mean, on the uh, Rockets, I think. So they they're two. They will be playing. They be playing San Antonio around one. If playoffs started today, probably. Yeah, the playoffs started right now. They play the Spurs. I probably pick them to beat the Spurs, but that's probably going to be a closer series than than people might think. But I would pick them to beat the Spurs if they had to play any of. If they had to play OKC or even maybe the Clippers, I don't know if I'll be. Yeah, that's real. I don't know if I would favor them as much, but if they get Utah or San Antonio, if they can get Utah or San Antonio in round one, they'll be fine. But Utah is like basically locked into the five spot. So yeah, so I think they'll get out the first round. If as long as they if they play San Antonio, they'll get out of round one. Um after that, I don't have them beating Golden State or I don't have them beating Houston. If it stayed two, three, I would I would pick Houston in probably five games to beat them. What do you think about uh Mike Malone's case? for being the coach of the year over uh the 60 win Milwaukee Bucks and coach Mike Boonhold. Um they would they, I think they're going they're going to have a higher win win jump, aren't they? Like they're going to probably yeah. going to win probably what what they win last year, 48 games. So it probably be right around the same for both teams honestly. So it, I'm not mad at either. I mean, I wouldn't exactly. really turn a buy. Yeah, I wouldn't turn an eye either. Or. Yeah, I think they both are clearly the two guys at this point. Like at this point in the season, they're both clearly the top two candidates. I don't think I would be mad at either one of them. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like due to the uh, success of Giannis Antetokounmpo this uh, season, along with the pieces that we have been critical around Giannis to lift him up um, at this time when it's supposed to be playoff time, I feel like Coach Budenholzer has done a very good job um, with improving the players that Giannis is going to need to lean on when uh, it is time in these next coming weeks. So I'd like to think that Coach Budenholzer ends up taking that for Coach of the Year when uh, it is announced in June, but we'll see. Uh, Most improved player, what do you guys think? What names do you have in your mind for most improved player? There were a few that you could throw into the air, but one of the uh, names that has been uh, very vocal for most improved player is the Toronto Raptors and Pascal Siakam. D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell is a good choice. Yeah, D'Lo is my guy. Uh, <clears throat> but but nothing, you know, not taking anything away from Siakam. But, uh, yeah, no, definitely. I have a feeling Siakam is the guy that's going to get the award, mainly because th- there's an expectation. D'Angelo Russell's kind of quote unquote supposed to be this guy. Yeah, I get it. I he was get the number it. two pick. Like so, that's I think that's the way voters are going to lean. Even though I don't think that, even though I think it's fair to say that he made a huge jump from. Basically, a, a outcast to an all star this year. I think that his improvement, like becoming an actual all star caliber point guard, 
even though that's what the expectation was for D'Lo, it took him a little bit longer. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, like, yeah. Even though I don't think that that's necessarily fair. Right, right. To D'Lo, because D'Lo made a jump from, basically, he was a ca- he got basically just shipped off with Miles Golf as a part of a deal to clear caps. Right. It's not his fault that he had to improve in this situation. Yeah. So, yeah. like, he became an all-star this year. But I think they'll give it to Siakam. Just because his counting stats are going to be easier to look at right on paper and be like, oh, yeah, he made a huge jump. But I would probably lean D'Lo. D'Lo went from – the Nets were, what, a 24-win team last year? They're going to make the playoffs this year? Like, and he's the best guy. Like, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they went on a crazy run. They went on a crazy run. They got to give it up to the Brooklyn Nets. They definitely when, solidified it. When LaVert and Dinwiddie were hurt, he held it down. Very respectable. Yeah. Uh, what about some names out in the West Coast, two of which that come to mind for me? Um, De'Aaron Fox out in Sacramento and of course a player that had a very good season for the Oklahoma City Thunder uh, in Paul George well, Paul George can't get most improved players You don't think so? I feel like I feel I'm like... not giving him most improved player I just think he took it to a new level I mean I don't I, don't, I, don't, I didn't I, I never didn't see this in him I mean I thought he always had this in him I just thought he's had a really great year You know what I'm saying? Like when I watched him play I never said He's my most improved player because I I always thought he was this good. I didn't necessarily yeah. think that he improved. I just thought he just turned it up. You know what I mean? It doesn't feel like an improvement to me because I always thought he was this caliber of a guy. He just finally played consistent all the way through the end of the season. Like that's really. Yeah. I mean, it is an improvement. I don't want to take that away from him, but it's just like you know he has. I mean, he has. He's caliber. He's been caliber. Yeah, he's been a, he's been a multiple time All Star Olympian. Like it's kind of like. To say he and he's won the award already, like, like I don't know, like. But I get it. He he had, he, he did improve. I mean, he's had a great year, but it's like I don't. I, I mean, don't, I don't, I'm not giving improve this year too, though. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, like, like at some point, like the award is kind of like ridiculous in existence to begin with. It's kind of the hey, you don't suck anymore award, pretty much. So it's <laughs> <laughs> like here, like so it's kinda like crazy in theory. Like there's really no set there's no really set criteria to who can win. So Paul George actually could win the award because there's no like really ba- nothing to base any prior winners off of. It's pretty random year to year on who wins and what right. they who for. So it's like like you said PG did you, did you have a really shitty year the year prior and a really good one this year? Well maybe so, yours. Yeah, maybe yours. Because I mean, so, I mean, technically, right? Technically, next year, Devin Booker can average thirty points and win the award. Yes, yeah, from a technical. You know what I mean? That's why I say Harden technically could be the most improved player this year. Like, it's, <laughs> right, like, right. You never know. Like, but I think that I think the same thing we said about D'Lo is what's going to hurt Fox as well. Like, Fox is a yeah, one guy. So it's like it's it rarely do second year players win it because like you're expected to go from. From your rookie year to second, you expect to be better. And I think the fact that he was what the number four pick in the draft, mm-hmm. uh, like or five, wherever he was, he was a top five pick. Like he's expected to be this this good. Like I probably would have had Victor up there, um, but you know his season got cut short. Yeah. yeah, he was looking like he was headed to maybe probably <laughs> really grab that shit. Yeah, and they were they were a top three seed in the East when he got hurt. Like they were there. But, uh... They were what the four C last year or something like that or six like yeah they were beasting when he was when he was hundred percent so, so he's like like so uh it's like crazy another and, and other names that might be uh, entertained for uh, the most improved player uh, the Orlando Magic who just made the NBA playoffs 
possibly Nikola Vucevic for his season that he had with the Orlando Magic. Sure, um, sure. You have uh, maybe Sabonis from the Indiana Pacers and a player that we had an episode on this season, Montrez Harrell and the Los Angeles Clippers. So, uh, many hey, what about what about, uh, what, what about what about Derrick Rose? Man? Derrick Rose, the former MVP winner. <laughs> Yeah, what about Derrick Rose, man? I'm just saying. I'm just Getting saying. Getting proof off the 50 hey, murder. Hey, man. Hey, man. All I'm saying is. <laughs> if they gave this award out back in, like, December, he probably would have been a front runner. Hey, I'm favorite. just saying, right? At least, I'm, just I'm immediately saying, give it away. And... <laughs> his, his, name, his name is at least in the hat. You know, I mean, he's had, he's had, a, he's had a year. He's had an improvement. They need a comeback. Thought he would. Comeback. There you go. There you go. That That's definitely better. Like, that would, that would probably be it. Because, like. He going to be in Chicago next year, though, playing. For sure. You can go be John Moran's backup. It's lit. John Moran's backup. <laughs> uh, the NBA sixth – well, well oh, actually, speaking of Derrick Rose, uh, the sixth man of the year, um, oh. just like the most improved player, many different names that you could throw into there. The favorite, of course, right now being Lou Williams of the Los Angeles Clippers, who has held the Clippers uh, down and, and uh, throughout the season and has <laughs> done uh, some incredible – things to put on his uh, name of excellence throughout this NBA season. He has the opportunity to win this award in back-to-back seasons as he won it last year. And he probably he, will win it. Yeah, I think I think this might be unanimous. <laughs> yeah. Both the NBA record for most points from a reserve this season. Like, yeah, I do I do like I do like um Harrell. I mean I yeah, do. his own teammate Montrez Harrell, yeah. Yeah, but I I, I feel like Lou about to get that shit. That's crazy. The Clippers' top two scores both come off the bench. Both come off the bench, bro. And they're both probably, like, the top three candidates. Yeah. yeah Tobias has done a good job out there. Yeah. Especially after the – people – I thought they were giving up on the season when they traded Tobias Harris. And, mm-hmm. But they kept but they kept it going. Yeah, they they, make, they make the playoffs this year. So, yeah, like, shout out to Doc. He probably you know, he probably deserves some type of coach of year consideration. He won't he, win. He should. He definitely does. I, I, have, I talk my shit, too. But yeah. hey, Clippers! Clippers have been super consistent for a minute now. So yeah, if so, Lou if Lou Williams ends up winning it, this will be his third Sixth Man of the Year award in five seasons. But uh, he does have some names that could be considered um, to also include Sixth Man of the Year. One of them being Pascal Siakam. We had already discussed um, Derek Rose and Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, Dennis Schroeder for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, before Oladipo got hurt, you had Sabonis for the Indiana Pacers, and uh, who else? Who else would I think of? It was my pick going into the season, but like, and he's been good, but it's just like I think Lou Williams has just been like crazy. Like, nuts. yeah, I think he might. I think he might end up having it, it's it's lose to lose. It's lose to lose, man. That was a lot of good candidates, though. This is a, actually a pretty strong field for the award. It's just like Lou Williams. You like the best player on a playoff team? I feel like they're gonna automatically give it to you. Yeah, I give it to him. There is also the case of Dwayne. There is also the case of Dwayne Wade too, but I doubt that they give Dwayne Wade six minutes. <sighs> no, man, enough. <laughs> oh, what a what a what a perfectly timed yawn! What a perfectly timed yawn! And that was a real yawn. See why I hate that? The crazy thing about it was that was real. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Listen, at the end of the day, he's gone. Right, let this man go. He's retired now. It's over. Right. I saw the D Wade man. He just slipped and busted his ass on the scores table trying yeah, to go. Yeah, yeah, out here trying, out here trying to fuck around. We mm. see D Wade. What, what do you got? You got to wait four years before you can go in the Hall of Fame. Um, that is that, that actually is a good question. Like, it's either four or five years removed from your last. So by what twenty twenty three or twenty twenty four, 
just get ready to walk right into the Hall of Fame, Dwayne. You got to yeah. I mean, he deserves it. He deserves it. First ballot. 100%. And Jersey will go into the Raptors very quickly. So shout out to. Uh, yes, out. yes, Mark. The Jersey will go into the Raptors. I'm sure. All right, defensive. Our defensive player of the year. Um, I don't think there's too many names that come into mind for me immediately with defensive player of the year. I know Gobert has done been very vocal online as far as pushing his uh, name into winning defensive player of the year again. Um, but he has a few names uh, that would also be with him, of course. Gobert leads the conversation, but there is also Giannis. There is also um, – I'd give it to Kawhi. I'd give it to Kawhi. Uh, Paul George has stepped up very defensively for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, Paul George's teammate, Stephen Adams, very good defensive player. Um, uh, I mean, it's Giannis or Rudy for me. Yeah, I, I think that they're going to give yeah. it to, to one of those. So I think Rudy is probably the slight favorite, but I agree with Jeff. I think it's basically a two-horse race at this point. Paul George probably was the leader for a while when he was leading the league in steals, but like now he's, like, he's probably like third or fourth. I mean, I know Embiid's probably up there, you know, but I, I got I got Giannis. In. There's no like one. It seems like this year it hasn't been a guy who's just been like a dominant defensive player, like yeah. like like we ha- like we've had in the years past. Like last year, did Draymond win it last year? Who won it last year? No, Rudy won last I year. I want to say it was Rudy, Rudy last year. year. Rudy won it last yeah, year. Yeah, Draymond won a year after that, I, I want to mm-hmm. say. Yeah, and then the two years before that, Kawhi had went. Had it's won. crazy. Draymond's not even a like a he's not even a top five defensive. Yeah, player this right now. this year he definitely is not. Draymond's name yeah. would end up coming up a lot when it comes to the defensive player of the year conversation. What he's able to do for the Warriors, but this year, uh, uh, a complete three sixty from the conversations that their whole had team is kind of just like it just seemed like been like just like playing like going through the motions this year like. It doesn't even seem like they've been clearly dominant. Like I, know, I feel like they've had a lot. They definitely had a lot of issues to yeah. deal with. Like, yep. Three peats are way harder to do than a lot of people would uh, expect to see. Seeing the um, Los Angeles Lakers and the Chicago Bulls of years past, they see the successes that uh, they've been able to research and and and, and of course look back at. But um, a Are lot you? of the reports and news that comes out of those 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 three seasons that you can't directly Google and and might not even remember. It's pretty. It's really hard to repeat. Yeah, the Lakers in 2011 tried to go repeat and then they lost to the Mavericks, and then they mm-hmm. tried to repeat and lost to the Spurs. Like it takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of that's a lot of basketball for three straight seasons. Like yep. no matter how talented your team is. Like, that's a lot of basketball for three years. Yeah, if, if I if I repeat or let alone get a triple, I'm retiring. I'm done. <laughs> After a repeat, that's a lot, bro. You talking about over? You know, damn near over two hundred games, three hundred some games, bro. Thanks. That's a lot of that's a lot of basketball. If I'm on and I'm good and I ain't had no injuries and I just walked out with three rings and I'm in the middle of my career and I shit, I'm out. You're going to honest. Yeah, give me that. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite. NBA awards and one that I'll be looking forward to the result this season. Uh, the rookie of the year. This award is going to end up being between Luka Doncic and Trey Young. I, I, I trade again. Hey, man, Trey TL, man. We <laughs> I believe that they've eclipsed all the other rookies in the conversation. We gave DeAndre eight and his opportunity when we had the episode on Luka Mania. Um, and you could even attempt to entertain any conversations on Colin Sexton, but right now it's going to end sure. up being Luka Doncic. I feel like I feel like, Aiden, I feel like Aiden could have really had it if he would have went to any other team. <laughs> yeah, Suns is cursed <laughs> for real, dude. I feel like he could have really balled out anywhere else. 
I think that's what Barkley said too. He's like, shit, you probably could have had a better conversation for rookie of the year if they passed him the damn ball. That's, that's true. That's true. That's yeah. Like, uh, yeah, but this award, it, like you said, it's been a lot of really good rookies. Like, been a lot of really good rookies, but I think this is clearly like they're gonna give it to Luca, man. But uh, I think they should. I think they should just go ahead and do co-rookie of the year. Like, I know they they just to knock it out. Yeah, just like so. Like, I know Luca was the favorite for a long time. I mean, he's been the most consistent rookie. Luca definitely of been course. the most. But after All Star break, yeah, it's been it's All-Star been break. it's been Trey's Trey's award. Like, you can make an argument like post All Star break, Trey has been playing like a top ten point guard for real, level. for real. So, Big plays, a few clutch game winners, <laughs> bunch of thirty point ten assist games. So it's yeah. like against like, real guards, exactly. So yeah. like I'm, I got, th- I wouldn't be mad if Luca won. I'm on the, I'm no, no, I, I, I don't mind either way. Like I, I, I like Luca a lot, but uh, I think I wouldn't be mad if they go co rookie of the year. I wouldn't be mad at it because of the surge that Trey Young went on post All Star break and the improvement. Like to look at where he was early in the season, he was like struggling. And like to see, like he's just gotten better throughout the whole year. But uh, I think is I I would personally like to see co rookie of the year. I know that's kind of a cop out, but they've done it before, so there's a precedent for it. Yeah. But if I had to make a guess, I think they're probably going to go Luca. I think Luca is going to win outright. Yeah. I, 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 w- I would say if they don't want to do a, a tie, they're definitely going to. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see what happens between um, Luca and Trey Young. In this opportunity, I'd like to at least shout out some of my favorite rookies that will not be uh, winning the award, but I like to watch throughout the season. Uh, one of them being Shy Gildas Alexander of the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, Mo Bamba was pretty entertaining for the Orlando Magic. He will be uh, being seen throughout the next few weeks as well. Uh, Miles Bridges of the Charlotte Hornets. And uh, who else? Who else? Who else did I like? Oh, White Dante of the Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> okay, okay. That's it. Y'all got y'all, y'all got any rookies y'all want to shout out real quick? No, no, the, I don't the, actually. Yeah, like besides the guys we spoke on, Colin Sexton. Actually, I want to I want to dedicate this to Sexton. Sexton. Sexton's gonna be a lot better than people try to play them. They try to yeah. play Sexton. I don't understand it where they got it from. Maybe it's because of the situation and where he ended up being. But like, come on, man, he's gonna be yeah. really good. I didn't like the conversation around him going into the draft. People were saying he couldn't shoot and all of this. Like, and then you had the J.R. Smith situation <clears throat> where he was like, where he called Trey Rookie of the Year after like three games or some stupid. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. They, his own teammates were like, we had the story leak out early in the year where he was like, he doesn't know how to play basketball. Like, yeah, that was, and then like, did it come from J.R. Smith or did it like, where, like who did it come from? Weird man. It was like. So for, to see him like overcome that, and he's another guy who actually got snubbed for the Rising Stars game. He didn't even get invited to the rookie sophomore game, which is and, ridiculous. Which is crazy. And then he's he's been because he's not he's not playing like a bus at all. Like he's averaging sixteen points and shooting forty percent from three. Like yeah, I don't understand. I didn't I didn't, I didn't understand. Like and he's another guy. Like we talked about Trey being on a huge tear post all-star break. Sexton has been amazing post all-star break as well too. So yeah. So I want to give some love to him because I know he had to fight through his, uh, his own vets on his own team. We're talking crazy about him really this year. And so for him to actually end up being probably their best player by the end of the season, because Kevin hey, man, Love- real quick, I do want to say Josh Okogie is fucking good, man. Facts. Wow, that- let me go ahead and get that out. Let me go ahead and get that out. That's true. Facts. Facts. He started a lot of games this year. Yeah, when he, he probably didn't have, he probably really shouldn't have, but he stepped up in every single one of them. So, mm-hmm. all right, well, hopefully, that's, that's that's a twentieth pick, man. Hopefully, all those rookies will have a very good sophomore season and will continue um, 
to watch their careers blossom throughout these next couple of years. Uh, But now we have the grand finale, the one that will cause a lot and many arguments in barbershops and conversations worldwide, the most valuable player award. Before we get to the two that are going to end up being the battle, let's go to the names uh, that made a pretty strong case to be the MVP this season. Uh, Paul George, somebody that we have already discussed. Kawhi Leonard doing very big things for the Toronto Raptors. Um, This is a name that people more than likely are going to be tired of for MVP, but still had a very good season for the Golden State Warriors. Stephen Curry, names that are not going to end up winning the MVP this season, but uh, did very good for their um, teams for the regular season heading into the playoffs. What did you guys like um, from those that are not in the top two for the MVP this year? Uh, plenty of, I mean, yeah, I think there was a few NBA or excuse me, a few MVP quality type seasons from the players that we expect. Um, it's just, there's, there's just two players that have taken it to the extreme. And I think that's the difference. Besides the top two guys, the the next guys in line probably would be, in my opinion, um, Stephen Curry and uh, and Paul George. Those would probably be my three and my number three and my number four for this year, and and Joel Embiid as well. Yeah, Embiid yeah, and a monster. So I think like if Steph didn't get hurt early this year and miss like what he missed like fifteen games or something with the groin injury, yeah, like in November, if he didn't miss those games, he was on pace to have his a better year than his first. MVP season like this was like right below his unanimous MVP season like so he had he was playing at a ridiculous level and then like we've already talked about Paul George so right uh, yeah so like and then Joel Embiid who's been the best big man in the league this year um so it's been I think there's been a lot like like Jeff said it's been some quality candidates who aren't gonna be in the top two for obvious reasons that we're probably about to discuss so I'm going to lay it all on the line. I'm putting it out straightforward. I knew that this was going to be the answer as soon as I saw that game-winning shot against the Golden State Warriors in Oracle Arena. James Harden is our MVP. Um, Hey, buddy. Uh, I mean, I I feel like, you know, Giannis is my MVP, and he's also also my defensive player of the year. Oh, wow. Uh, Big year. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I like I, I wanted, I want to just put it out there, but honestly, no. I mean, you know my jokes about James Harden, but I would not like feel any type of way if he was the win. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's cool. It's more, it's more. I want Giannis to get it, uh, but I wouldn't be mad if Harden. I mean, come on now. So just, I mean, the things that he, his, the streak and everything that he's got, been able to do. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even bat an eyelash. I mean, I think I think we we've seen how I feel about Giannis already today. So uh, let me. This oh is, yeah, then you have bars for Giannis. <laughs> yeah, Giannis, Giannis, Giannis is a Giannis is a different dude. Shit, honestly, bro. Like, so I'm, <laughs> yeah, we already I already know where you're headed with this. I'm, I'm I'm glad y'all brought me on here for this episode specifically. This is this is God. This is like this is meant to be. It was so, meant to be. Go for it. Let's go ahead and get it out of the way. I like, like, like Mark said, I've been on the Harden for MVP bandwagon since before he hit that that shot against Golden State, but that was like what solidified it. My thing more than anything with Giannis in his case for MVP, I think 
he's the guy who's going to get the award. I feel like the media is positioning themselves. He's been being positioned as the guy, as the next guy, like as like the guy who's about to win. Yeah, yeah. Like the next face of the league or whatever. Um, but like I just I sit back and I think like like most of them if you if you sit both of their seasons down, like I remember more stuff from Harden's season than Giannis season this year. Like Giannis hasn't really done a bunch of stuff that like has just left me amazed. Like or like like that Golden State game for Harden was crazy. Like it's just I seen like the streak he had, the forty point game streak or whatever, the thirty game streak, like the fifty point triple doubles, the averaging thirty six points. It's just and he, the Houston was they were in last place in the in 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 the West earlier this season, and he's potentially got them up to they can finish second. They could technically finish second in the West this year. So, um, I don't think Harden's going to get it again, but he would honestly be my choice. I think that considering the injuries that Capel to Capella to Chris Paul to Eric Gordon, he's been the one constant the whole season for them, and he. They're going to finish second or third in the West. They're going to be a top three seed in the Western Conference. And probably if I had to put money down right now, it would be the team to play Golden State in the conference finals potentially. So I just think Giannis has had a great year, but I don't think his year has been better than than Harden's. In my it's, very, it's, it's very strange, bro, because I, I it's like Harden is so flashy, bro. Like his moments – to me, like what you said, like the the moments, man. I just feel like Harden's moments are very like exciting. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like and, and Giannis is we 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 know he's obviously a dominant player. Like what he does from just him, like just the way that he plays, just hit, just the way that he moves. So it's like I think Harden is definitely more exciting. But, I mean, I I wouldn't I would I don't put it past him at all. I yeah, just think that's that's why I wouldn't I wouldn't even I'm like oh yeah I mean he if he was to win it it's definitely deserving this one this one's tough to me because it's not like Giannis is some like sharpshooter you know what I'm saying it's like but Harden is so exciting yeah the games are so different too like that's the thing like like you say like Giannis is dominant in his own right like so I don't want to take the, take anything away from saying like he's not dominant yeah he's I know what you mean this isn't like a Giannis versus LeBron MVP conversation yeah. this is oh it's so weird yeah. Yeah, it's like so. Like, wait, Giannis is second in the league in scoring, isn't he? Then he average what, or is it, or is Paul George second? But one of those two is, is second in the league in scoring. But it's like so. Giannis, he 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 probably he averages more rebounds. Uh, Harden averages more assists, more points. Giannis is clearly the better defensive player. It's like yeah, Giannis is third. He's averaging twenty seven point seven. Paul is in second, twenty eight point one. But then of course Harden is thirty six point one. So it's like. Yeah. They both bring such different things, and it's like it's just weird. Like I just don't know. Like it, I, I, I'm really gonna feel bad for Harden if he doesn't win, not because I don't think he, not because like he, he deserves, he deserves putting that work though. <laughs> but it's like you look at the years he lost, he lost the first time to Steph Curry because his team didn't win enough. Like Steph Curry team won 67 games, Harden team won 56. Like you give it to the guy who won 67 games. Like I'm not mad at that. Then he wins more games than Westbrook, but Westbrook has the triple double season. Mm-hmm. Now, like, what is it going to be this year? Like, it's going to be because he didn't win enough this year, even though he won it. Like, it's just like for him to have he's he's like the NBA's bride bride made, bro. Like, he's like he just keeps, I know what you're saying. It's like keep just keep missing out because it's just like oh man, like you're you're doing so good, sweetie, but not this year. Because last year he he won the award, but it just seemed like he just keeps finishing second. And I right. think what. I think what hurts Harden too is 
they gave him the award last year. They finally gave it to him. But, it was like, at some point, you kind of want to see him come through in the playoffs, like, to yeah, validate yeah. the standing, like, to validate keep – like, he's been clearly a top five player for, for a while now, or, like, at that caliber of player anyway. So, yeah. it's just like he, he has these kind of, like, embarrassing flameouts, so to speak, when it comes to the playoffs, which is wild because Giannis hasn't been out of the first round at all yet, and he's been in the playoff three times. But, but I feel like people don't don't – shun him for that due to his situations and it's like and like it goes back to what i said kind of earlier when, when i was like the bucks are in are the best team in the league it's, it's like the milwaukee bucks it's like you know yeah, they're not gonna shun him for that situation due that, to like, his situation like just where he is like if he was playing on any major market squad he'd be getting shit on about worse. getting knocked out in the first round yeah 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 so it's like it's no so it's like they're both in two different like lanes, it's like like I was saying, like how we were talking about earlier, like the young guys or whatever are rising to the top of the league. It's like there's mm-hmm. like Giannis is like the face of that movement kind of right now. Like right, no, like, no, you're right, you're definitely right. So it's like it might be, it might just be Giannis's time. Honestly, it might just be like Giannis might just shut everybody up. Like and get when he gets MVP, he might go to the finals this year. It might yeah. might win the finals. Like it might just be yeah, my show us. So it's like we got to see. So. Like I don't think that they're making a the wrong decision if Giannis wins the award. I just think that me it's pers- a different taste. It's a different taste. It's gonna come down to like that day. Who's who's tasting what that day? Yeah, I think that yeah, it's just gonna be it's gonna be crazy. I don't like. I want to see how close it's gonna end up being. Yeah, I'd say it's definitely going to end up being something very close. And of course, both players are going to have a huge chip on their shoulders and have something to prove for their respective teams in the NBA playoffs. But we will have to wait for those results after the NBA finals as the 2019 NBA awards usually happen at the end of June. And of course uh, the end of the season of RSPN. So we will follow up with that as the playoffs end and more information uh, comes out once the NBA awards happen at the end of June. But these NBA awards are going to be very exciting and I can't wait. So we shall see. Um, we don't have any. Uh, we don't have any highlights of this week's highlights. So of course, tonight is the last um, games of the NBA season before the NBA playoffs start this weekend. Uh, but we do have shoutouts. At least we do have shoutouts. Um, I will start off with shouting out the private NBA player survey that apparently stated that Draymond Green and Russell Westbrook are the most overrated players in the <laughs> NBA. Really. I have I'm no surprised idea. at the Westbrook part. That's kind yeah. of disrespectful to me. Yeah, after after last week, it's uh, some very odd timing to say he's overrated. <laughs> yeah, it's like whatever. Um, the, the very, very large worldly praise for Russell Westbrook after he had his 2020-20 game and uh, dedicated it to the fall of Ipsy Hustle. Uh, but Draymond Green, um, that is a name that has been on the mind of a lot of fans throughout this past NBA season and for the past couple of years as well, uh, a very large amount of vocal opinions on what Draymond will be able to do off of the Golden State Warriors. I don't believe that I would um, necessarily agree with a lot of them, but Stephen Curry was one of the names that was very vocal on how incorrect the anonymous players' votes um, have been and how important Draymond Green is to the Golden State Warriors. Anonymous players. Who I wonder if they're asking. I have no idea. It just said uh, it just stated that forty seven players were asked. Forty seven players, and and Draymond most and of them said that Westbrook was. Like, I wonder some clowns. Yeah, Draymond and Westbrook actually tied for first place, while second place was a three way tie. 
between Jimmy Butler, Andrew Wiggins, <laughs> and Carl Anthony Towns. <laughs> huh? That's crazy. That no, I don't know who's voting. They vote. They vote. Who is, how is Wiggins overrated? Things, like man. who? Who? I don't know. I don't know how Wiggins is overrated. Oh, a lot of people shit on it. Uh, uh, um, a lot of people shit on a Wiggins. No, 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 no. Exactly. But, but the, but the, the, the term is the term is overrated. Yeah, he's not overrated. He oh, is exactly oh, yeah, who he he's is. he's rated. He's yeah, just rated. he's just rated. I don't understand. Oh, how like, is he overrated? Is he is he overrated because of his contract? Is that what they voting on? Like, is I that think I think so, bro. See, people don't understand that. At the end of the day, man, teams draft players. And they have to pay their players, okay? Yeah. Just because you yeah. think the player isn't caliber doesn't mean he's not going to get $80 million, okay? Yeah. Like, Carl Towns and Jimmy Butler, definitely. I don't agree with that list at all, honestly. Like, because Westbrook, like, for all of his warts, like, three straight years having a triple-double, if it was easy to do it, it would have been done already. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Already. Ain't no don't think than that. Draymond, uh, do I necessarily agree with the fact that he was stealing all-star spots, averaging nine points? Uh, not necessarily, but um, he's not overrated at all by any means because he's not really a scorer. So you can't look at it just from a statistic standpoint. You have to look at it from the impact that he has on the Warriors. I don't think Jimmy Butler is overrated. Is he an asshole? Is he hard yeah, to work? Say, I think these players are just like <laughs> – I don't know, man. Be, these guys are really overrated. Yeah, man. could could be a little bit of green. Could be a little bit yeah, of green. Yeah, going I don't on think I'm not sure if everybody is in any of these guys are actually overrated. It's just oh, they just are who they are. But in the opposite, know, in the opposite, at least they ask the opposite question to uh, a large, a much larger pool of NBA players. Uh, 116 votes were asked for the most underrated player in the uh, NBA. Uh, the leader. Of the most underrated with 16.3% ends up being Drew Holiday with Damian Lillard and Chris Middleton tying for second place with 6.8%. Mike Conley ends up third with 6% of the vote. I'm not mad at the Drew Holiday choice. Um, yeah, yeah, me neither. I love Drew. Yeah, I think Drew's really good. But, um, yeah, that overrated thing is just that's, – that's weird. Like, 47 players – who who the hell did they act? like? Man, that's what I'm saying. What 47 players said Westbrook was overrated. I'd laugh. I'd, I'd really laugh if the names just suddenly leaked out of nowhere. Yeah, because yeah, I'm, like, I mean, it's only some haters. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. That overrated list made no sense. Like none. Like oh, that was weird. Like so. Uh, speaking of the Warriors, shout out to the Warriors for wearing their We Believe throwbacks for the last uh, game that they had in Oracle Arena. Uh, for the Golden State Warriors, they're going to end up moving to San Francisco at the beginning of next season. So their last game in Oakland happened within the past week. So shout out to the Warriors showing love. Uh, shout out to the Los Angeles Clippers picking up Rodney Magruder. Thank you very much for that. Uh, shout out to Tobias Harris. He en- actually ended up playing 83 games and starting in all 83 this past season. He's traded from the cool. Los Angeles Clippers to the Philadelphia 76ers, but he ends up playing one game over the normal 82. So shout out to that. Um, I wonder if he get. I wonder if he gets paid a little overtime for getting that extra game. I don't know. Uh, what That's else? Question, honestly. Yeah, because um, I, I I don't know I don't know if those eighty two games are salary bit I don't know if it's salary based or however they end up getting played of that. But you play an extra game, you would no. He got a, he probably got a game check. They get game checks. A little game check, okay. Probably got that game check, man. Uh, who else? Shout out, shout out, LeBron James trying to distract everybody with Space Jam contracts. Uh, you have a lot of people going to the NBA playoffs, and as of recent, LeBron has not had many NBA players confirm. Their spot in Space Jam 2 with him, more than likely because all the people that he would like um, 
outside of now Dwayne Wade, is preparing for the NBA playoffs. So who knows if they will sign off after they are eliminated within the next couple of weeks. We shall see. Um, Anthony Davis might be one of them after he entered his last game uh, of the season with the New Orleans Pelicans and walked in with a T that said, that's all folks. So he's shouting out Looney Tunes. One would assume that he is thinking very nicely on his spot in Space Jam 2. So we'll see. Shit lame. But go ahead. Tom, Jamal Crawford just scored 51 points tonight, bro. Jamal Crawford scored 51? On who? On the Mavericks. On the Mavs. Fucking Mavericks. They lost. He scored 51. I'm fucking mm. done with Dallas. Bro, I'm done oh. with the league. Zero. Like, these <laughs> random 50-point games, bro. Yeah, that shit crazy. Did Jamal Crawford score 51 points total this year before this game? Like, I forgot he was even in the NBA, like, type of shit. No, I think he did. I think he had a pretty good – I think he had a good game this year. He was shit for us when we had him. That's I can't crazy. Remember, I can't remember, can't remember who he ended up playing very well against. Oh, uh, what's my last It don't shot? matter, man. And shout out Kyle Korver having a very interesting article with the Tribune on white privilege in the NBA. I uh, know it – well, I don't specifically know, but I'm sure it is difficult being a white man in – now you uh, know a predominantly black sport. Now you know. How do I know? <laughs> such a last. Yeah, such a last. <laughs> so shout out to Kyle Corbett in that in that conversation. He discussed um, his thoughts on Cephalosha when the um, uh, scenario happened with him and the what was it the NYPD when they ended up breaking his leg outside. Broke my leg. So it's a good story um, from Kyle Corbett. If you have not read that, check it out. Hmm. I only got two shout outs. Uh, my first shout out is going to Dwayne Wade. You. I want to I want to congratulate him. Wade. I want to I want to congratulate Dwayne Wade for an amazing uh, amazing career. Your first ballot, your top three shooting guard of all time. I hope you enjoy retirement. Um and uh, thank you for everything you've done for the league. Wow. That actually That's seems it. I don't have any Yeah, I have nothing negative to say. I want right. to get that out. My other shout out is to my Spurs beating Manchester City today. Um and that's it. That's it. All right, nice. Cam, any shout outs from you? Uh yeah, I want to give a shout out to D Wade as well. Like, yeah, congrats to Dwayne Wade. Great career. Definitely one of the best players of, of my lifetime, definitely. I'm younger than a lot of people, but <laughs> yeah, definitely for me. And then um that, that's that's the that's about it. And shout out to college basketball refs for making the sport unwatchable at times. So yeah. 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 Oh my God. Yes, shout out, shout out NCAA for making the last two minutes of a basketball game. Yeah, like these reviews taking all all day. (laughs) Shout out to them. But that's my shout outs for the week. All right, let's get to uh, let's get to a little pump moment. You know when you hear that? I don't. I don't really look, man. I. I just want Paul Pierce. You're not. You're not better than Dwayne Wade. That's all I really want to say. I don't really have like. A, I'm not trying to get into this. How he many times? How the, many times was Paul Pierce the joint or or the main soldier moment? How many times Paul Pierce been a soldier moment this season? He might have the record. <laughs> he he the might record. have the record. And I and I have no choice but to give it to him again. Uh, but shout, man, Michelle lit his ass up during that well, entire well, clip. Well, well deserved. Yeah, she lit his ass up, but um. Yeah, man, that the the zoom in on his face looking very sad, and I feel like it just hit him that wait a minute, I'm I feel like it hit him at that moment. Wait a minute, I'm not better than him. You know what I mean? Like, like I feel like I, I feel like he knew, like he knew, he thought he just thought he was better than Wade his whole time, and at that moment is when he figured it out. 
when things just started clicking, like you and, and they made and they and they right and they made him figure it out on national TV, and I just think he realized what was going on. So yeah, here's yeah. he yeah I, I hate to steal Jeff's too. It's know, crazy though. But, like, hey man, like he was wilding. Like you gonna do that the, during his man farewell tour, and like that was nuts. But honestly. Somebody else that got to get equal soldier moment for this situation. That Gabrielle Union response was some – that I had this. <laughs> that, that's <laughs> true. I know. I'm with you, Carol. Yo, with you. She was on a beam, bro. Like, what was <laughs> – She was. She was. Like, she hey, was definitely – Paul Chris had to learn a hard way. Don't disrespect her husband, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, I was like, whoa. Like, we was having fun lighting Paul Chris up, but she kind of took it. She, was she like... did. She, she, she should have just not said anything, and it would have been much better for us to hear I was like, whoa! Like I was, we was in Vegas. I was in, a, we was in an Uber when I saw the tweet. I was, like, I literally let the Soldier Boy, huh, out in the back. <laughs> Bro, everybody was just roasting his game, telling him he's fucking trash. Then Gabrielle comes in. So how are you, a black man, oh. gonna try and oh, out another God. black man? I was like, I was, I was like, like Gabby, it ain't. Come on, Gabby, it ain't, it ain't that serious it ain't this deep God, yeah, yeah ain't we just deep. roasting we talking about hoops we just roasting man don't don't get all <laughs> don't get all culture on this thing backgrounds she just had to pull the culture card man she had to pull the culture card that was nuts so yeah paul pierce and then gabrielle union went up in them well i don't know who did worse or who was who was more who made me that's say fair. gabby's gabby's gotta take some of this then that's fair that was that was wild both of them all right, well, that's a that's a well that's a well distributed soldier moment. Um, Thanks, my so, my soldier moment ends up being Kevin Durant on Instagram, uh, apparently bored picking fights with Michael wow. Rappaport, uh, picking fights with Richard Jefferson, and Richard Jefferson actually came back and shut him up. What he said? What he said, Rappaport? Why are you even? Why I would not argue with Rappaport for no, I, I, I there's no reason. Uh, what did Kevin Durant say to Michael Rappaport? I believe called him. Michael, a, he called him to get a life. You said you called him what? Told him to get a life. Uh, I, I can't remember. I can't remember what Michael Rappaport what what he was discussing on Instagram and KD just hopped in. Rappaport was under uh, Antonio Brown's. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he posted about Juju or whatever, and K- KD like jumped in. Like it just looked like it was three clowns. It was like three, three, three clowns at one time, bro. AD was being a clown. On Instagram, Michael Rappaport being coming to defend Antonio Brown for being a clown looks like a clown as well. Like it was just like, damn, like what is going on? All three of y'all tweaking right now. It didn't make no sense. And then the yeah, the the KD shit with Richard Jefferson, he got three sixty windmill dunked on by <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, so KD definitely deserves that soldier moment. Um and that is that is mainly it for the week. Uh, the only thing that I have left to say is the um, uh, appreciation that I have for Dwayne Wade and this team. I've, I've discussed it all season, and I won't put too much, um, too many words into this final moment. Actually, you know, let's do it differently. Let's do it differently before I get too many emotional. There are going to be many people that are going to miss you, Wade. I'll put it that way. There will be many people who will miss Dwayne Wade. I'm sure there will be many people that will miss you, especially out here. Everybody, everybody that has lived out here for an extended amount of time has a Dwayne Wade story, whether small or large, personal or impersonal, uh, that has affected their childhood, their adulthood in some shape or manner. Uh, South Florida is going to take this to the heart. 
South Florida is going to take this to the heart, and I don't think that there will ever be somebody like Dwayne Wade. That was beautiful, man. Good for you. And that's all. And before, to, to to not say too much, that's mainly all I have to say on that. That's um, all you gotta say. I mean, I do have a lot, a, a lot much, a, a, a large amount more to say about Dwayne Wade, but maybe I'll do that at a different, uh, at a different time. At a dinner table. Yeah, sure. Why not? Cam, we appreciate you coming through this week and sharing uh, the wonderful week in the world of the Alpha Sport with us. Uh, anything that you'd like to plug before we get out of here? No, I don't have nothing to plug right now. I just appreciate y'all having me on again. Uh, it's, it's fun. It's, it was as fun as it was the first time. I, I, I love this podcast. So, yeah, keep doing y'all thing. Happy y'all had me on. Of course, man. Anytime, we'll always have you on at any any given point. You can always come back and we'll have plenty of things to discuss for the NBA um, and basketball in general. Uh, with the NBA playoffs next week, we are going to have our next We're moving, episode. baby. So for you, um, we'll keep you updated on when the date will be because it may not be on that Tuesday. We want to make sure that we have enough playoff talk. Nah, nigga, we pulling up. Have we got new you. days, man. We got new days for the people. We're going to have uh, as much playoff talk as we can for you um, going into next week in the NBA playoffs. So stay tuned. We'll give you some information on the next episode of RSPN as the NBA playoffs kick into second gear. Uh, with that, you're going to have um, many voices of the fans of teams that are being represented in the NBA playoffs. So as we uh, kick into the second half and we get closer to the next NBA champion, um, you will have plenty more conversations, uh, plenty of voices to hear, and of course, your favorites between myself and Jeff as well. So on behalf of all three of us, we will see you next week.